and welcome to the Clinical Care Options Infectious Disease Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Adams. This is one of six episodes taken from a webinar on barriers and solutions to expanding PrEP uptake, featuring Dr. Timothy Wilkin. Dr. Wilkin is a scientific and medical consultant and a professor of medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases at Weill Cornell Medicine in New York. In this episode, Dr. Wilkin discusses barriers to PrEP uptake for transgender women. For the full online educational program, please visit the link in the show notes for this episode. Now let's get started and hear what Dr. Wilkin has to say about barriers to PrEP uptake for transgender women. So now we're gonna talk about PrEP uptake in transgender women. And so this can vary greatly according to different settings, but it's good to think, are you accessing, are you reaching transgender women in your various practices and how successful have you been in prescribing PrEP and engaging uh, this uh, key vulnerable population in PrEP care? So some barriers to uptake of PrEP uptake in transgender women. First of all, it's important to note that transgender women are disproportionately affected by HIV. So the estimated HIV prevalence in this group is 14% overall and 44% in Black transgender women. So it's really a key, key population to reach with PrEP services. So the uptake in PrEP in both Black and Latinx transgender women is reported to be low and really just a small proportion of those in need are actually accessing PrEP. So there are a number of barriers. Some of them are individual, so cost concerns, mental health concerns, substance use, uh, fear of adverse events, and perceived interactions with feminizing hormone therapy. I'll just say on a side note that there are no real interactions uh, in either direction. There are some additional ongoing studies that will hopefully address this concern with even better data. Uh, but there's no, there's no real concern about that interaction at this point. There's also interpersonal and community factors. Are their partners supportive of PrEP? Is there effective patient-provider communication? How does stigma play into this? Do, is there a negative opinion of PrEP in their community? If there have been negative experiences in healthcare settings? And then, of course, there are many structural factors. There are people able to get to the clinic during normal hours? Are they able to, do they have appropriate transportation, housing security, all of those things uh, are real, real barriers for transgender women. So you can have great success with PrEP in this community. Uh, so this was a study of PrEP adherence in, among transgender women and trans feminine individuals in a real world healthcare setting. Uh, so this was an observational study of 100 uh, people from this community receiving PrEP at a community-based health center. And so they assessed adherence at three different visits uh, using self-report, as well as patient interviews, and then a assay to measure tenofovir in the urine. So this assay is very interesting, and it tells you whether people have taken tenofovir in the last three to four days. And over 80% of people reported greater than 90% adherence to PrEP at each visit, which 90% adherence is terrific and should give you basically complete protection. And fortunately, they found a high concordance between self-report and the urine assay. So 
you know, at least in this setting with the way that this study was recruited, the individuals in the, in the study were accurately reporting their adherence to PrEP. And so there's a need for strategies that supports sustained PrEP use. And um, to understand better in, in specific communities, what are the barriers to continuing on PrEP? Thank you very much to Dr. Wilkin and thank you to our listeners for joining in. As a reminder to view the full Contemporary HIV Treatment and Prevention 2022 program on the Clinical Care Options website. And to access the slide set, click on the links in the show notes for this episode. Please be sure to check back regularly for more episodes on important infectious disease topics. Thank you and have a great day.